Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. All right, let's slow it down. <laughs> doing, How is that possible? We're doing two tonight, and I have uh, one and a half stories. Oh, my God. I have 1,900 stories. Oh, that's right. And, <laughs> I, forgot. Uh, <laughs> I forgot who my Right. Plug was. and play. Plug and play. I'll just, uh, today I did Doug and Karen just two hours ago. This is my third podcast today. I don't and know. I did an interview. Well, you're, you're promoting. Right, right. That's you're what promoting I'm, your CD. Right, I'm 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 on the promotional right, but it did it for the CD, and that's fine. And and that's where you had to eat in front of people. Uh, I had to cook, because oh. uh, it's Doug and Karen. They usually get a chef, but um, I had been on the show a couple they of times. They get a chef. Yeah, they get a chef. Who the f- what? F- what's the budget with some of these podcasts? They have a chef. Uh, no, it's people just are Doug. making making Doug salaries. Is the most hilarious. I love Doug Benson. Yeah, I will say that. But you know, he has a new show coming out on Comedy Central. This it'll be this night. That it's this drops. High Judge uh, High Judge High Court. High court. Yeah, high court. High Court. Guess what? He's high. Yeah, he's high. And then people bring their their small claims court to him, <laughs> and then he judges them. And the, I mean, you it's laugh. So stupid. It's I so lie. stupid. It sounds like the funniest fucking thing. Uh, Karen Anderson wrote on it. Really? And, That's yeah. Great. And uh, so you're just like, uh, okay, that sounds ridiculous. And he's like, yeah, Comedy Central bought it. <laughs> I was like, of course they did, because it sounds hilarious. That's the and goal is to you you sort of you just like keep that. doing. The him thing. and then they come up with a show that's perfect for him, like uh, Insomnia with the tell. Yeah, that was perfect. Right, he was up anyway. Yes, <laughs> so let's just be up. And he was hanging out with people anyway. Yep, and you know, you know what, Doug Benson, hi. hi anyway, judging people anyway. <laughs> so he might as well be going for it. <laughs> it was oh, that's, a, that, that's great. I had a pretty good time. I I for, I realized like after I left here to go home so I could come back um, is that I think I have a cold and um, I the the episode's coming out tomorrow it'll come out before this one does mm-hmm. but I just punchy as all fuck God knows I think I badmouthed Ferris Bueller's day off nobody <laughs> wants to hear that nobody wants to hear too. Yeah. so I'm tired you're sleepy. tired you have a life to lead you're never you're... getting enough sleep right um, we could I, I was in New York last weekend that's right um, I, I was supposed to fly out on Friday night, but we had terrible storms in oh, Los that Angeles. Storm was brutal. And uh, my flight kept getting delayed to like two and three in the morning. And then finally I called and the lady was said, like, look, <laughs> look, it's not, clearly she goes, technically it's going to take off, but there's another code here. And I'm not supposed to tell you this, but uh, there's no crew. So I, she goes, would you like to leave on LAX uh, the next morning? So I, I had like a really early flight out of LAX. Yeah. So that oh, kind, of, that kind of uh, it just made the week um, a little shorter and longer at the same time. Yeah. Um. So Saturday I had a set at the stand. Okay. Just a quickie at the stand. Fun. Um. Yeah, it was fun. In, out. Ada Rodriguez is there. Oh, you know what's cool is... Um, 
uh, there's a lot of like young male energy, which is fine. And I in New York, you're salute you in right. you living with roommates in Brooklyn and like yeah. that's phase. you were marinated in that. Yeah, that's a phase. How can you not? <laughs> yeah, okay. you got to do that. That's yeah. great. And there, but it's all that bouncing off the walls and and that optimism that I just can't fucking stand. <laughs> You, know, you and just, your fucking optimism. Yeah. So then Ben Bailey comes in, and it's like, ah, oh, finally, a grown-up's here. And he, we're talking about... Someone who's gone around the bend and may <laughs> see the light again, but we don't know. But he's talking about home repairs, and I'm like, oh, look at my backsplash. And then later you showed me your kitchen floor. I'm like, sure. these are the comics I want to talk to right now. Right? Middle-classers re- renovating their houses. Sure. Yes. Yes. I, d- I once did uh, four weeks, you know, this is 10 years ago, four weeks in Australia with three... Three young Australian dude comics, like yeah. guys twenty-two to twenty-six. Yeah, and oh my god, in a car, <laughs> in a car, That's... the four of us with the tour manager. And can and you small drive? Planes. Are you allowed to drive? No, no. And I didn't want to because okay. it was on the other side of the street, and I yeah. was, uh, I was, I, I didn't want to. So, uh, but everything, everything had to be riffed on. There oh no. no! No sign was safe. No sign was safe of <laughs> some fucking sign joke. Was safe. Oh my God! Look, there's another kangaroo. Uh, stop talking. Oh no! It was too funny. Uh, on Friday night, the night of the big storm, right. it was a genuinely big storm. Yeah, there was a sinkhole, you guys. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah, people drove into the earth, and yes. then someone else drove in after them. Yeah, because uh, they were is like, that near "What's you? it like?" It was. It was. Yeah, just a couple miles away, and uh, so um, I did a political show down in Culver City, and. I didn't know what it was. It took me so long to get down there. It was raining. I couldn't find parking. The comics were soaking wet. Oh, it was God. in the back of a hair salon. Yeah. And there were seven people there. And it, almost everybody was a comic. But the booking, I, I think I called you. That's yeah, how you did. I, I was twitchy about I was Because it was a guy. He wanted people who had voted for Trump and people who had voted for Trump. And he wanted people that were political. And I tried to be political. Um, whatever it's, I think we're all trying to be political, but we're, this reminds me of like right after nine 11 mm-hmm. when everyone's just like, well, I, this is how I process things. I do stand up comedy. So I guess I'll be doing stand up comedy about nine 11. Uh, I don't know how to fix right. this. And th- and then it turned out we were kind of the good guys in that. And then we became the bad guys. Yeah. The whole U S thing. Yeah. So, and by then everybody, the shock and awe had worn off so that uh-huh. we could, throw it on someone else anyway so i get to this gig and the guy the guy who went up right before me he wasn't a bad comic i could tell that he was a comic mm-hmm. i didn't know him mm-hmm. uh, but he was clearly just a structurally rogue. he sounds <laughs> right act. he was an adult human man right of and said that he was 40 mm-hmm. and that he had voted for donald trump mm-hmm. and then he tried to work on material like the rest of us about the what what's happening and his material was so fascinating to me because it didn't make it made all the sense in the world because if you did vote for him you'd have to write a joke about how you were mexican but you didn't like mexicans so you want there to be a wall punchline oh that he he is mexican he is mexican yeah yeah okay so he owns a business uh he does not believe in profit sharing punchline yeah, right. Uh, he is. Yeah, he's like, what kind of a, his third premise was uh, that I can remember was what kind of adult man would want to be on their parents' uh, health insurance when they were twenty six years old? 
And I was like, well, those three premises I think sound like the ones that don't have health insurance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, and uh, anybody who's allowed to not have <laughs> health insurance until yeah. until they don't. How, how, if if someone was willing to pay for my my cell phone, like if my dad was willing to pay for my cell phone, <laughs> yes, you Dude, can. My go mom for pays it. rent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but but I understood why. I mean, he was just he knew that he that there was no comedy there too. Yeah, he genuinely knew that there was no stand up there, but he tried, and it was because there's I don't know why there's there's no comedy there. I think was this person no... Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, <laughs> who I had never heard of? <laughs> when you when you um, said uh, there's no comedy there, but he tried. That's that's the image I got. Yeah, no, this guy had a better chance than Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, is that how you pronounce his name? I think so. Good for him. We don't They're have having... to know anymore. Thank God. Do we not? I'm, but I think I saw your tweet today. I think you're right. What? That he's going to be headlining. Of course, he'll be headlining a comedy club. Yeah, he's. Uh, they're he'll be fighting at the house, over him right now. He'll be at the House of Comedy at the Mall of America next year. Well, I'm fending off texts where they offer me half the amount of air that the air actually costs. Oh, I know. I know. I. It was. Yeah. I said back. I said, "Hey, the air's like." almost 500 so if you can if you guys can cover that that'd be great because i was the the offer was was low anyway very yeah low and the air was low like the the air was ridiculous yeah so it's not it would have been fine if you lived in the next next city over (laughs) and i decided to fly to the other city instead of drive yes then yes then that would have come but yeah so i didn't hear back and i'm comfortable with like Letting go of the results. Yes, yes. Because here's the thing. You deserve the entire air. Don't call it air. Just say, I'm going to offer you this amount of money, no air. How about that? Mm -hmm. Because if he had said that, if he had added the, 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 what the whatever that money was the to the I call it the airlet allowance. <laughs> the it's not the a full air, air allowance. Airlet. Right. It was a mini <laughs> air allowance. Yes. If he would have just added it and said flat, that's what you get. Yeah. You might have gone. I'm still gonna need a hundred bucks. Yeah, I still would have looked on Expedia and gone. Wait a minute. No, What's happening? That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of energy to fly out on a Friday, a hiatus Friday. Oh right. And then those are rare. They're precious little diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I, st- I haven't been able to pull the trigger on a weird gig I'm doing mm-hmm. next month. So I better fucking buy a ticket. Oh, what do you mean? You haven't... uh... I haven't bought the ticket because the ticket... I was given a certain amount of money for air, and and for some reason, it's more expensive than that. And I was given 500 for air, but uh, the air's seven. Oh, is that the one you texted me? Yeah, yeah. And so let's write things down and show them to Kyle. (laughs) It's... uh... No, but it's seven's it's, crazy. Isn't there a is there a city close by that you could fly into and everything's just a two car? and a half hours, two and a half really? hour drives? Yeah. Wow. So, and it's fine. It's Peoria. Who gives a shit? Tell the world. Okay. And Peoria is just hard to get to. Mm. It's not their fault. Five hundred dollars for air should work. Yeah. So maybe I can get. I maybe I can price line it or use some points or, but I for some reason I am I am obnoxiously, I don't want to do it. I, I, I don't want to give But you one. also insist on flying Delta Gold to all of your gigs. <laughs> so are you quoting a first class? No, ticket? I don't fly first class. Okay. I'm not some sort of monster. Hey, <laughs> oh, by the way, do you know that when this drops this night? Yes. Will be the live one. 
Oh, yeah. I wonder if anyone's coming. It'll just be the three of us. <laughs> it will be. How hilarious. I, I, or 60 comics like, who don't want to pay cover. <laughs> I've already gotten, I've gotten, swear to God, I've gotten six text messages. I know. Hey, can, can you give me and your then, live pod? Are we supposed to, are we supposed to bring our merch and pull a Kathleen and say it's all 20 to our <laughs> friends? I'm not bringing merch. I'll bring the stickers. That's if either of I you hear, can that's find. That's what they sell a lot of, Pardo sells a lot of merch. Jimmy Dore, that's what they all do. Well, one day when we have merch, we you might have do merch. It. We don't have Jackie and Lori merch. What, I'm going to sell Dork oh. Forest merch? I'm just going to sell Spooky Reading Girl t-shirts? I'm going to get mad? No. No, I, I think I'm going to feel lame. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't want to feel lame. I, 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 How can I, you feel lame when you have that awesome kitchen floor? <laughs> oh, I do have an awesome kitchen floor. Yellow diamonds in it. Yellow diamonds. Uh, it, it's like the lucky charms of floors. Why, your husband, Andy. Yep. Uh, designed it. Yep. So it's gray and then there's yellow diamonds. It's actually blue. Oh, it's blue. Yeah, okay. it's so blue it's like with UCLA yellow diamonds. colors. He went to UCLA. How oh, weird. Interesting. He has no interest in ever saying, go Bruins. I Occasionally you'll see a keychain. I'm like, is this something you want? And he's like, no. What? Why? <laughs> who, who, who do you think I I have an art degree from UCLA. <laughs> so. What, um, why did he pick that design? Um, I told him I wanted a Doris Day floor in our mid, in our 1951 tract house. Yeah. And so he said, okay. And then, so it was, it's, it's blue with yellow diamonds and then the border is red. Oh my God. Yeah. It looks really, really cool. Yeah. And we, um, but it took forever and, uh, and now. We have a kitchen. Did you have to order special tiles then? Or did you paint the tile? You had to order them. Yeah. and, And tile guys had to come and lay them. Wow. That's exciting. And they had to cut them out. And they did it wrong. They did it one thing wrong, uh-huh. where the, one of the diamonds is not, it's not a, a real diamond. For some reason, they cut it. So the one side of the diamond is super pointy. And uh, I saw that, and I thought that was on purpose. It is not on purpose, and it's never going to matter. And Kira Sultanovich, I showed it to her. I said, look, there was a slight error. And she goes, yeah, that's really going to suck when you guys are eating your dinner on the ceiling. <laughs> looking down at it and uh she is correct there's no reason to give a hoot so we didn't and uh we just paid the men yeah mm-hmm. well, it looks cool yeah and it, it it is really cool we gotta have um we gotta have it over we still have um but you know you'd fix one thing this is such a mundane conversation we have we got we got time you guys uh so oh yeah we have time Guess, yeah <laughs> yeah but i the it's your fault for listening everything <laughs> it's all your fault I believe we have a name. You've got a fucking off button, all right? (laughs) Um, The the crazy thing is, is um, now I want to do 19 other things to the house. The house is small. The house is 966 square feet. Yeah. Uh, We've already affected, I think, 250 square feet of it. So, but I. Well, now the rest of it starts to look, you know, old or shabby compared to your awesome kitchen floor. I'm not going to say shitty, but I'm just. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing. You're like, it went, one part's like perfect, and then you start yep. going, oh, this thing? Yeah. Right, right. So we bought a new coffee table. I gave my coffee table that I bought 17 years ago when I moved to Los Angeles uh, for $50 from the Goodwill. Gave it to the Goodwill. You know, Got a receipt. That's what life's all about. <laughs> Guess what I'm going to write it off for? 50 bucks. It was worth 50 bucks. Well, I don't know if it was. I mean... I, I tried to give it away to comics at Comedy Brunch. Yeah. And uh, nobody wanted it. Well, people have their own furniture, Jackie. Well, and nobody nobody else does want to refinish. Uh, I mean, because it's a, actually a pretty nice piece of wood. Yeah. But who cares? It's uh, th- It just wasn't happening. Um, well, 
There you go. You made us care. That I, that's that's the nicest thing you've did ever you said, watch, you guys. Did you watch the interview with Milo Yiannopoulos and no, Omar? No. Do, or, do you follow? Oh, you know what? I don't follow it. So I, what I did see is I did see a clip yeah. where Larry Wilmore told him to fuck off. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that, but uh, I don't know. How do you, was it in is, context? Is, is, is fuck <laughs> off really like destroying, you know, like, it's just anger. Right when you just go fuck off. I mean, it's no Steve Hofstetter. He didn't destroy <laughs> Milo Yiannopoulos, but he did. I think but he I mean, spoke for all of us. Sometimes, sometimes, when the other person is so witless, there's no point in you crafting a great comeback. Sometimes all you want is just to go fuck you. Right. 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 Yeah. Because the uh, he was he was. He, he disregarding said other people. He who also had more just edu- said there the other half of the panel, which was Larry and Wilmore and Malcolm Nance, who's this like uh, intelli- former intelligence agent, I think, who's written a bunch of books. He's like yeah. a security dude. He's, he's he a guy said with they some were chops. low IQ. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so I, I guess at that point you don't really have to. You don't have to work your brain too hard. You just go, Why? fuck you. <laughs> Why write? Why write at that point? Really? Yeah, just wrap it up. Because, uh, yeah, I didn't. I, we, we, he, you know, he was a bright, Breitbart writer. He's a mean gay guy. Doctor. Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean. That exists in life, right? People would be like, oh, he's so provocative. But, but everything he was saying, Ann Coulter said 10 years ago, it wasn't any. It wasn't anything until we got to the pedophile stuff, but it wasn't right. anything new. So I think I guess what was new was that he was just a different person, right? And he's a gay guy doing it, right? Which it was is a different a, demographic, an, an interesting twist. Which is why Ann Coulter got all that attention, right? They're right? Like, right? Look, a woman saying right. shitty things, right? And now it's a gay guy saying shitty things, yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's because people are humans and they come in all varieties. They're shitty humans of of yes. all. Um, so gay, whatever. Yeah. So then he lost everything. <laughs> he'll, Did he'll he lose probably, it? I, I think, think so. he's going to bounce back. I that, know. He's the kind of cockroach that doesn't go away I, from the true. look of it. I mean, can it possibly be? Can, he, can that guy possibly be gone? Too good to be true for that guy to be gone. But but it's like Patton wrote this screed on Facebook <laughs> oh, a while ago. I think it was oh wow. maybe it was about Milo, but it, or just about those kind of like they desperately want to be funny and they desperately they they want to do what you and i do right effortlessly right which is why they can't yeah and they try and they can't and they're just not good at it and so they go this other way like glenn beck used to be a stand-up did you know that no yeah oh my god no one i mean no one knew knew because he sucked because he he did stand up for for a certain amount of time, and then he then he I realized to be a he could number. be sort of a messianic sort of yeah. guy I, who was kind of funny. I mean, if you're a conservative, it's like being an athlete. When professional athletes are even halfway funny, they get a huge laugh. Yeah, way more than a professional comic will because you're not expecting it. Yeah. Same with a conservative commentator. If they're mildly funny, they think they, they're hilarious. Yes. And they think that they're hilarious. They do, and their audience does. Because right. their audience is also not funny, so they're like, oh, one of us almost did it. So they're very excited. One of us. It's. I would like there to be a str- uh, uh, I'd like a lot of things. I'd like there, but uh, how about a union? Uh, no, um, but for stand-up comedy, I would like there to sort of be a definition. You can't just call yourself, or can you? Can you just call yourself a comic? Yeah. Yeah. Comedian, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, if you say you're a comic, you're a comic. Is that it? 
I think I, I think I'd it, love there to be some I, sort of parameters. I think now there's a there is some sort of verification where where other people you know they can they can find your videos they can find out if you're funny or not mm-hmm. you know, but there's like funny like um, funny people yep. that aren't comics but they're oh there's oh my god there's a billions yes yeah there are billions of. People are hilarious. Yeah. Um, people are genuinely hilarious. Well, this is a bad example. This is like Megan Amram is fucking hilarious. Her, do you follow her on Twitter? No. Should I? Brilliant. Great okay. joke writer. And she's mm-hmm. written on a ton of shows. She wrote on Parks and Rec. And she's really, really, oh, cool. really funny. But she doesn't perform. Right. I don't think or she barely performs. Right. You know? She's more writer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I only thought of her because... I did um, Emily Heller's uh, podcast. Oh, Baby Geniuses. Me with Lisa. Too. Yeah. What's Elisa's last name? Um, ah, Lisa. Gone. Yes. Lisa. So, uh, so they. She's gave... been to my house to play board games. She told me. And I was so like... they gave me one to listen to. Yeah. And so it was Megan's, and Megan accidentally, or well, she was just talking, but she stumbled onto. She kind of just riffed a premise that I have an entire chapter about in my death book, and I'm like, oh fuck no. And I, I'm like, oh, please, God, please, God, let her stop talking, please. And then she just j- jumped away. Like, she yeah. just being and then was on in another to another yeah. thought. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I can keep Regroup. It. Regroup. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is such a bad feeling. Yeah. I try not to listen to anything or have any input anymore. Right. No, right. Just, not until not until it's published. Not until, I, not until I click send. Plausible deniability. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, what Yes. Is, you got to give me a copy of it before next Friday because I'm going on the road. It won't be. There's no way. It won't There's be. There's nothing? No. I, it's weird. Like, uh, I'm at 32,000 words, but I keep I keep writing, but I'm mm-hmm. editing, so I, I I just end up with the same number you know, of like, words. Plus 20 words. Like, I'll, I'll write for an hour, and then I click, and it's like I added 20 words because I took out a bunch of lumpy ones. Right. Right, right. The ones that didn't fit. Yes. What, oh, I finally listened to, did I, I, I did, I emailed you about the thing Rontowski gave me. She gave me, Karen Rontowski gave mm-hmm. me a self-help book on CD. On what? CD. Oh, okay. You remember Compact Discs. Oh, yes. And um, you no longer listen to them. Right. <laughs> I, right. So um, it's, it's called Big Magic. Oh, yeah. And it's by the woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, right, right. But it's about creative writing. Elizabeth and, Gilbert. That's it. Yes. Who, by the way, refers to herself sometimes in some of the stories as Liz. I never, yeah. I never think of her as a Liz. I I listened to her in a podcast, and I there's I I couldn't listen to her for very long. Well, I never it's read a, Eat, Pray, Love. A too too conscious, consciously trying to be creative. You know? Oh, I mean, she, oh, she's in a vat of creativity, yeah. pouring creativity over her head. But yeah, is, she it, is, is it creativity if you're talking about creativity? <laughs> Not when you're a comic. You can't talk about how, the artist that you are when you are doing stand-up comedy. Right. Nobody wants to hear it. No. But she is a fiction writer. Yes. And so she gets to be she more poetic and she stuff. gets to do that stuff. And I will say this, is that she was funnier because Eat, Pray, Love, I never read it, but of yeah. course I judged it. Why yeah, wouldn't course, I? Yeah. And uh, from the back. <laughs> and uh, and it sounded like uh, I was going to be following like a, uh, her traveling around the world, uh, uh, going to like different countries and getting good food and then getting laid. Yeah. And I was like, well, 
I think we've all done that. I don't need to fucking read that. <laughs> I once, and, once Oprah recommended it, I was like, I don't need to read this. <laughs> I had a hard time with any books that Oprah, <laughs> Oprah loves a sad sack book. She loves a book where she loves a slice empa- of life. She loves empowerment. Yes. And I could tell by that interview, I was like, oh, this one's going to drive me nuts. Well, and I have a handful of self-help books. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm not, it's not my dorkdom. It's not my thing. Yeah. Like, Rontowski and Bamford both have just stacks. Yeah, and uh, but this thing was actually it was actually very sweet actually, and 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 not wrong. So the, did you get uh, tips you're using in your life now? Uh, no, no. What I did was I got there were a couple of funny stories. My favorite story was that at one point I guess Marcus Aurelius, uh, in his memoirs, said, "Yeah, I know I'll never be as good as Plato, but man, I just got to keep writing." <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> it was really cool. I yeah. was like, what? Yes. Marcus Aurelius is all pissy because he's not Plato. That's awesome. Did you watch Rome on HBO? Nope. Oh, God. Was it better than The Crown? Well, oh, it's great. And the guy that plays Marcus Aurelius is fucking fine. He's super fucked? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but uh, I, I am trying to figure out, like... Uh, my writing energy, right? So I, I realize, okay, when I, if I can wake up before my mom and my son, that's, right. that's when I get, I get, I have like a, a lot of energy then. Yeah. And then there's times where I'm just sitting in front of, and I'm looking at a sentence, and I'm like, this isn't right, but I, and I can't, I can't, I'm stuck there. Like, don't stay there. Like, just shut right. the computer off and go away because you're, you're not going to get it. If you move your feet, yeah. Whenever I'm stuck in anything, I genuinely. And I've told you this story before, probably on the podcast, God knows. Um, when I did Last Comic Standing, after I did Last Comic Standing for the first time ever, I had stage fright. Really? I'd never had stage fright before. I don't remember hearing this story. Yeah, wow. I had, yeah, I had never had stage fright before, but for some reason, the, the fucking cameras, just 35 hours a day with them, and the same like production person behind saying, uh, just answer the question, uh, what if you don't win? Oh, over and over and over, over and over and over and, and 35 different ways of asking that question, right? Yeah. And the first hundred times that they ask you, you're just like, well, it turns out I still get to do stand-up comedy. Yeah. I'm going to do stand-up comedy. I'm going to go work uh, the one-nighters in North Dakota. What are you going to do? And uh, if you don't make it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it stacked. You it can't was like, turn it back on the, <laughs> no, the reality no, show the, producer. Right, the, that's no, not it, how it goes. That is not that's how it goes. Like, that's why you didn't win. <laughs> you don't play along. Oh, my God. That, that is exactly why I didn't win. And, but, so, but it was like Chinese water torture until finally I was like, oh, my God, what will happen if I don't win? And so yeah. I did a private not long after uh, after the shooting of that, and I froze. And I had never froze on stage. Matter wow. of fact, uh, it was a terrible private. Luckily, uh, I always get paid uh, before the privates. <laughs> so, um, but I learned, and, it, and it's happened probably five times in the last yeah. How many years? Eight years, and uh, since I did last the first that first last comic standing, and mm-hmm. um, what I learned in that is that if I move, if I physically move my feet, if I blank out in my head, yeah, my brain will start working again, and that uh, I'm that that's what I need. I need my bra- I'm going to need my brain. So if I can physically move, is that is that what it is or no? Um, yeah, or sometimes it's like I just can't do this now. Like it's like tonight. Um, I did some 
I did some good work this morning, mm-hmm. and then tonight because now I'm rereading the whole thing and mm-hmm. you know doing that smoothing out, right? right. And uh, so I look tonight. I'm just staring at this chapter I wrote like two months ago. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> and I just didn't. I was you know tired, and my son was about to come home, and I and my mom was out there hovering, and right. it was it, I just couldn't uh, couldn't focus. And, right, too big. Um, uh, so I just shut shut it down, even though I had an. Uh, technically on my schedule an open hour to work on it yeah you know i love that you're scheduling your hours oh that's, my god uh, that's what it's down that's to. what it's come down to the freaking you know what's cool though is my kid because you know i've been talking about the book with my kid because yeah. he's always like where are you going when i wake up in the morning oh, right. and uh so he he wrote a book oh did he it's a comic book yeah excellent um it's called fart suckers and why wouldn't it be why wouldn't it be don't steal that you guys he's such a boy i fucking love it i just love it That's you know well, but it's really funny and stuff but he but see he finished his book last night he mm-hmm. was so excited yep and um so i said well you know what you finished yours and when i finish mine we're gonna have a we're gonna be two authors we're gonna have a weekend and we're gonna celebrate together he's like, That's Yay! it. Did he do the uh, the art? He did. Right? Oh yeah. So it's it got it has a time machine. It has it's. Um, Why wouldn't it? Of course, it's got it has fucking a t- everything. Did you ever see two, Hamlet two? Two heroes. It's a, what <laughs> Hamlet two? No. They have a device. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, and the farts are so adorable. Oh, the the graphics on the farts. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. good. There's a couple of books. I maybe. Um, the kid probably would like a toy. I keep giving him books, but no, he loves your he loves the Minecraft book. Oh, good, this yeah, is, yeah. It's like because there's a there's a uh, drawing the Marvel way. He's actually the perfect age for that. Oh, really? Yeah, drawing the Marvel way is an amazing book. Oh, uh, cool. It'll be too hard for him, and he'll say, "This is it's too hard," and you'll say. Yeah, you have to learn how to draw, it turns out. I'm, uh, that's not how I parent. Right. Uh, that's uh. how I ant. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly how I ant. And uh, when my nephew Salmon was like, this is too hard, I can't do it. And I said, that's why you have to practice. It's a it's a learned skill. What the hell? And, uh, oh, man, so... you are a bummer and a half at Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, get this. Uh, he, he, he credits that book for him being an artist. And, uh, oh, cool. Yeah. And then the other one is Scott. Kyle, do you remember? Scott Cloud. Is yeah, this the comic? It's understanding comics. Understanding comics. It's dense. Yeah. What do you think? Ten? Uh, that one's pretty readable. Readable for ten? I'd say that's more than like the the you know any of the comics and sequential art stuff. I'd say understanding oh, yeah. comics. Oh, yeah? Understanding comics is the best. Uh, it, it, it's, it's great really, anyway. It's really, really good. It's okay. fascinating and and it's kind of funny and interesting anyway. So it's written like a comic book, but about the history of comic books. Oh. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Scott oh, you'd McLeod. like that a lot. Yeah, you might like that. Um, so, uh, so we almost finished Harry Potter tonight. Uh, the first one. Yeah, Sorcerer's Stone. Like I know, yeah. I'm fucking. I know about Quirrell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they kept wearing that turban. <laughs> He was, and he wasn't like he was a Sikh. I know. And, uh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, do I have to? Am I have to explain uh, Sikhs? Like, Versus I didn't know Muslims. how this tur- turban thing was going to ha- turn out. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, so we have like a couple more pages, like wrap up pages. You know. Oh, okay. It's almost like credits. Oh, so rolling. he defeated him. Yeah. And, oh, so and he's it's in epilogue. the hospital and Dumbledore. Oh, blah blah blah. Oh, there's a great, there's a great line in that last. Okay. That All right. Cool. Chapter. Yeah, we have like six more pages. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, and then. Um, Has he talked to Dumbledore yet? Has Dumbledore yeah. visited him yeah. yet? Yeah, and and they talked about the philosopher's stone and the, no, not yet. Okay, they're still sorcerers. I've yeah. I've read it several times. I'll be over here. Uh, anyway, well, what I, about so when we finish this one? 
We're going to do re- Where the Red Fern Grows. You're not doing Chamber of Secrets? Yeah, I can't do them all in a row. We're going to split it. We're going to I'm not going to do eight Harry Potter books in a row. Are you out of your mind? That's a year of my life. You could do two seven. years. Yes. You could just do seven. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> she wrote too seven. many. She wrote a lot. And uh and she, there was no editing in the she last She got greedy. She, she got didn't greedy. Get greedy. I'll tell you who got greedy. The penguin or whoever published whoever. it. Uh so where the fern grows? Where the red fern grows? I never Did read you remember that. do you remember reading that? Did not like it. You didn't? It's How a come? Bummer. It's a dead dog book. Yes. There's I wanna oh my son's that. gonna be the destroyed. Dead dog. Yes. Nothing else. I, read, I want tears. Uh, I read Sounder and I read Old Yeller. Old Yeller. I want to do Island of the Blue Dolphin. Do you remember that? Yeah. What are you killing animals in every book for at least? With, here's what's going to happen: the triumph of good over Life evil. Life isn't all wizards, son. <laughs> all right, shit. People die. All Dogs the die. Dead animal books they make kids read, and then kids hate reading. Oh my god. So what about oh, no, my? You think? Oh. How about the Black Stallion? Yes, <laughs> that's on my list. That's not, yeah. I want all my childhood books. Like the horse wins they don't? in the end. No, no boy wants a horse. It's it, yeah. I think it's more. Oh, my kid likes unicorns. David Huntsberger. Like... Summer of the Monkeys. That's a real good one. Hmm. Amazons and Never swallows. <laughs> you guys are that? just making shit up. You're not. There aren't even books. My side of the mountain. You know what? One. If you got him My Side of the Mountain and he read it by himself. You would never have to read him another book. My Side of the Mountain. Yeah, because okay. My Side of the It just makes you want to, especially with his grandmother, he's, he's going to want to run away and live in a tree. Who doesn't? <laughs> I want to live in a tree with a falcon. And uh, so, oh, yeah, it's got a, it's got a bird in it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> when will you, wait, are you guys, you, <laughs> what? I don't know. Just, uh, just animals. Uh, I, um. Elizabeth Gilbert book. I was gonna. There was there was a great uh, part of it about she was talking about uh, being a genius and. Um, oh, that's and, modest of her. No, no, not hers. <laughs> oh, because what she said was great. Which the, you would actually you you should you might appreciate this is okay. that she was talking about how she did Eat, Pray, Love, and it was wildly successful. But she had written three books before it that nobody gave a shit about and she's written two books since nobody gives a damn about Yeah, they about. only want the memoir about her getting laid. Yeah, yeah. Right. And she was like, but what am I going to do? Not write? It was yeah. such a great sort of commentary. And I liked, she also had this whole, the the part of the book I'm at right now, because uh, it's in my CD player in my car, is, uh, now, so I've listened to that disc a lot, is she was talking about genius and how you don't have to suffer. Like yeah. the, the the embracing of suffering, because uh, who was it? Like Rilke, some old timey poet, yeah. right? Said that uh, I'm afraid to let go of my demons because my angels will fly away with them as well. And you're like, I would give up my demons and my angels if Mitch Hedberg were alive and he were at peace. You know, I mean, yeah. there's no reason. For him to have embraced his demons the way oh, he did. Oh, right. Yes, yes. You know, because he's like, oh, I'm not going to be a great comic if I don't. Did he really believe that? Well, no. I mean, I don't I don't know. I hung out with him. You know, we weren't super close those yeah. last five years at all. But um, when we used to hang out, we, you know, we'd laugh a little bit about, you know, the the amount of drinking that we did. And yeah. then the amount of partying that he did more. Yeah. and And how it was... It, it led to his art. And it's yeah. such a common fallacy. Not especially among comics, but especially among fucking comics. Well, is it? Or do we want it to be a fallacy because we don't want to be addicts and we don't want our friends to be addicts? 
No, I don't think there's any truth in it. Okay. George Carlin died in his bed of old right. age. Everybody said he was a genius, and I think you only have to be a genius once. Well, every, I think every genius is a little different, though. Yeah. Right? And so I, I don't, I, I, I'm not even talking about Mitch Hedberg specifically, right, but right. I think some, I don't know, some people are part of their genius is how they're in touch with their pain, right? Well, I met Geraldo, and I worked with Geraldo in one of his short times when he was sober. Yeah. And we talked about how much more he could, how much clearer he thought and how much more he could write and all these things. And, yeah. And he was so, he, I believe he was a genius. He was so smart. He was, he was, and, yeah. and, and I don't think you have to be, a, so funny, every but... album doesn't have to be a genius level album. Right, I mean, right, right. It's, it's fine. Yeah. And, um, and if you're a dick and a genius, I still don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> I'm, I will tolerate you more uh, just because you're funny, but that's not enough. Yeah. But, but I, I, I don't think, I think that, that you perform in spite of, and I think she said something like this, is that you perform in spite of, of the alcoholism, the drug mm-hmm. abuse, the, the, the sex addict, the food addict, you know, whatever. In in spite you you somehow power through that to get to the funny yeah and if you could get that out of the way you'll be funnier I was I was terrified to uh, to quit drinking because uh, I thought I wouldn't be funny and then I think that um, I mean I would I would be a different comic today if I had kept drinking if I were still around or doing it but it would I think that it that I'm I'm, I'm definitely a better comic because of it. But I'm also a better comic because I've been I kept doing it. Well, I think so. I'm I can't a, call it. But it's yeah. It's also just. I mean, I'm a better comic, but be, than ten or twenty years ago because my life changed. I have a, these different things and uh, to talk about, and also I just you, your my perspective changed, so I have different things to write about. And mm-hmm. um, well, the ten or twenty years of of continuing to do and just something. being on stage, yeah. Just stage time. Yeah, the 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 practice. So many of your creates... problems is comedically will be solved by stage time. <laughs> so many of your endless, problems, endless amounts of stage time. You know, uh, almost everything can be solved Seriously. by stage time. I I, I yeah. actually don't know what can't be. Yeah, I don't. We're not not even comedy anymore. Pretty no. much all, absolutely everything. Yeah. Yes, it's. Uh, I have a new diet. I'm sleeping a lot. It's, uh, I can't eat if I'm um, if I'm sleeping. So I but tried that once. It's uh, other people try exercise. <laughs> they try portion control. Nope. I started painting. I I have, but I only paint. Uh, I have like a couple canvases. I got at Aaron Brothers, and I <coughs> just paint blue. The color blue. Yes. And acrylics, or what do you? What do you? I have one set of acrylic. I I got these for my son a long time ago, but he wasn't into painting, or I wasn't into cleaning up the mess. So I didn't encourage him after (laughs) I bought it. But uh, he's a he. He likes pencil, which is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I just keep painting blue, like searching for the perfect blue. Oh, really? Yeah. And I paint over it when I if when it dries, I don't like it. I paint over it different color blue. That's cool. It's psychotic. I mean, yeah, but there's nothing I can do with cathartic? them. Cathartic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of, in fact, yeah. I should have done that tonight. It's not really a habit I have ingrained in me, and I forgot. But when I was struggling tonight to write anything, I should have just gone to the garage and painted a little bit. Yeah. See what comes. Fuck. Well, there, tomorrow's another day. Hey, are we at 30? Do you want to do 38. the... Oh, comic of the week? Sure. It's... Uh, who did we... Oh, Kate. Kate Willett. 
Kate, Kate Willett. Willett. Kate I can't Willett. We haven't done Kate Willett yet. We've mentioned her half a dozen times. Two million times. And she just moved to New York. I know. That's what I heard. But she was here this week. <laughs> and she's and, from San Francisco. And she's from San Francisco. Super and I'm funny. I met her. She opened for um, Margaret Cho in Nashville. She has very funny feminist jokes. Um, really funny feminist yeah. jokes. Like, I haven't heard anybody do. And I mean, it is. They're not lecturing. They're unapologetically yeah, feminist, but they're funny. But they are not. They are not lecturing. There's a fine line when you when you when someone's like when you think oh someone pushing an agenda because then all of a sudden it turns into yay I believe that joke is right instead of laughing. Yeah. But her shit is just written really funny. It's from just, her very uh, feminist point of view. You right. Know? Right. And it's just she just talks about, and it's also super personal. Which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Like she talks about a lot about the fellas and the and the peoples, uh-huh. and uh, and the and so it's yeah. Find Kate Willett and the sex parts. She talks about sex parts. Yeah, yeah she's got uh, she's got sexy, sexy stories. What did you think of that? Did I, I? I don't know if you read the article I sent you about the black female guitarists saying I, yeah, they I have s- more success in L.A. if they just take away all of their sexuality. Yeah. Uh, it really resonated. <laughs> Dude. Fuck. I was like, oh, I want to play JR's. Okay, I guess I'll well, get my Well, it's weird. Together. Like, you just you just have to make so many more decision, decisions if you're a woman about how you're going to look, how you're going to present yourself. And, you know, if you present yourself sexually, there's going to be a trade-off. You have to make up for that. It's a lot of, like, machinations and, and plotting that um, guys don't have to do. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and, I know they've got their own struggle, they've got their right, own thing, but it's yeah, there are other it's issues. Tiresome, man. Yeah, and I think it feels. You know, in the last twenty years, I thought that there's been more um, forcing guys to to like care about their looks, and and I, I think like the the fashion industry. It's like ah, oh, there's there's untapped millions here. We have of to, course, right, we have right. to somehow guilt these guys into, and so there's, so I think it's coming. I mean, they all have to, but th- there is, th- yeah, I, I'm sick of jumping through the hoops. I did a set the other night, and I literally opened my set with pretend I cared what I looked like. <laughs> I'm just going to go up now and tell you jokes because I couldn't face it. I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah. But, um, and I've been home for a month. So it's not like I haven't been sleeping. I am getting antsy. I'm going on that uh, that cruise. Get this. It's just like Comic-Con. I've, I'm already on two different panels. I'm on a panel with John Scalzi, who wrote Red Shirts. You, you've oh, read I it. Oh, I follow him on... I have it, <laughs> no. but I... <laughs> Do you follow him on... On Twitter. Yeah, yes. he's great. And, uh, and then um, Chelsea Kane's going to be on my... She writes uh, True Murder mm. books. Uh, she's going to be on the podcast. Aparna's going to do it on the Dork Forest on the, on the Joko Cruise. Cool. But uh, there, there's several panels... That um that they asked me if I would be willing to do and I'm like panels is it so it's not just seven days of um I don't know whatever yeah, what people do on, on that cruises nerd cruise well I assume board games but uh, we don't know we're we're gonna find out <laughs> my I talked to my dad he wrote another bit for me good for him good <laughs> for him and uh, yeah I had it oh go ahead. Yeah, that's all. Oh, I had a huge when when I was waiting for the plane on Friday night. Yeah. First of all, I I'm I just don't spend much time at home, right? Right. And uh so when there's when I'm there more than an hour, my mom starts to like poke at me. 
Wow. You know, and so I was there for many, many hours waiting for my flight information. Right. And then we, we just ended up having this huge fight. And um, we both felt like we couldn't say anything without the other person criticizing them. Yeah. And so it was like this mirror. We were in mirror positions. Uh, and so then I decided maybe I'll just think good thoughts about her and just try to appreciate her. Because I kept trying to imagine, like... I really imagine her dead. I yeah. really imagine her gone. And and of course and I will be devastated. Yes. 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 You know, and it, it, I, I wish you could have them die and then bring them back after a year. Because then you could, all the lessons you learned, you could apply, right? right? Yep. yep. It would have to be tricky, though. You wouldn't have to know. You wouldn't get to know when they were coming back. Right. Because, or even if. You know, you're like, if or, you learned enough lessons, then they come back. If you didn't, you're fucked. No. So the year goes by, they yep. come back, right? Mm -hmm. And, but they come back in ghost form and you still get <laughs> to have them. But if you mention it to anybody, they go away and you're put in an insane asylum. So, so it, what if it's happened to every single person, but be, we all follow Why the contract and we don't say anything? Why don't you write children's books? Because <laughs> the real, because you just want to. Now you're killing off uh, everybody's parents and then bringing them back. You're like, didn't you read Sounder? Come on. And uh, so, um, so, yes, I know. I have so many sets too right now, which is great. I what just do you said, mean? I oh, said yes up? to everybody. Yeah, I said Good. yes because um, what did I do? Oh, I know. I did uh, the Little Joy, the business. Yeah. And it is a sliding door. It's a perfect room for stand-up. Um, the bar's a little loud, and that sliding door, when you open it, all of a sudden it gets super loud in the yeah. room. And um, I just wish there was a way. I like to lurk in the back. Yeah. I like to do laps. I like to. <laughs> I like there to be a place where I can do a small Pop your head of, in and then pop your head out. Yes. Maybe so I don't some, have to listen to everybody. Or right. just to see where they're at and ch right. check out a couple of minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, and I, I, Bucky Sinister sat through the, he just sat, he picked it. He went and he sat in the corner, sat on a bar stool over in the corner. And then you're trapped in that corner. And he was great about it, you know? And I, 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 lasted as long as I could, but I needed to get up and pace. Yeah, I, I, and I couldn't do it. Yeah, I was uh, I had a show at the Improv a couple weeks ago, and I just sat and watched, and by the time I got up on stage, I was very depressed. <laughs> I don't know why. I, yeah. I, I just need to like not be listening to other people and, and getting sucked into how well they're doing or what, and I, you know, I just yeah. need to like pop in and go up on stage. I can watch after I, I get off stage. Yeah. You know? Well, I did, uh, I was, I have three new premises because I realized this week that, uh, the new album, which will come out March 3rd. Yay. Uh, so it is, it is, uh, it's in the vault. It's officially in the it's vault done. because it has been recorded. And so I think to myself, oh, I don't have any new material, so I have to work on new material. Yeah. And who was I talking to? Henry Phillips, I think. He was talking to him about, uh, he's on the next work forest, about how um, all of a sudden, or whatever, it might have been Ian Abramson. It's a great story. Get to it. So it's the fact that. I, I won't participate You're, in your nasty self-talk. I'm just, well, exactly. I'm going to do both of us. <laughs> I'm going to have both sides of the conversation. And, um, but it's, it's that right after you're done recording an album, you just, you don't want to, you just want to work on the new stuff. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, how did you get worse? 
You just got worse than you were three years ago. <laughs> I think it was Ian. I think it was Ian Abramson. Hilarious. And uh, yeah, because you're working on stuff that doesn't go anywhere or do anything. So that's exactly. So I, I go up at Little Joy the other night and I'm like, they're real audience members. They aren't the same 30 comics who come to, to or yeah. comedy fans. They come to everything. So I'm working on the new stuff and I'm looking at these people and I'm like, Oh, they don't have any idea. I that could do good. old stuff. Yeah, they don't <laughs> yeah. have any idea that I'm no, no, good they, at this. No, that... when they see you just doing new stuff, they're, yeah. you just want to go, hey, excuse me. <laughs> I could bury you people if exactly. I wanted to. Right. Don't well, feel like. And that's what happened is I just decided <laughs> to go to the vault and I went I went deep to the to the happiest place on earth. And I, I was think like, that's fine sometimes. It was actually really fun. It, it, it fixed the set. You, I was annoyed that I didn't get to try the new stuff. You but... do want to get rebooked. You know, yeah. you don't want to be the one that become infamous for bombing every time, you know, right. and, unless in, in, you know, certain people can get really famous. But then they when they're that famous, they're not going to bomb all the time. I don't know. I just think, you know, I think that's OK. Yeah. Well, and I always want to produce anyway, you know, because I, I yeah. do stand up comedy. Because, and plus, I want them the, to see stand up comedy. Yeah. And then half the people that put us on the shows are comics, too. Like they want to put on a good show. Yeah. I don't want, you know, just 10 minutes of premises that don't go anywhere. You no. know what I mean? No. Oh, my gosh. I have one premise I like. That, yeah. That I'm excited about. I'm not going to say it. But uh, other than that, I'm, so that I'm just sort can, of like, can... so I can jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. I know how this podcast works. <laughs> no, it's a, what I've found is that people keep coming up to me and going, you did the bit. And I was like, yes, yes, I did. Good. I'm glad I, you. Yeah, I don't want to be in my head aware of a bit, you know. Yeah, and have people yeah, yes, going, oh, good. Nothing. I, I don't want to be taken out of the moment for any single reason. Right. Uh, though I was, uh, Mar- uh, Maria was talking about um, Lady Dynamite and, mm-hmm. and the shooting of it. And there might be a small part for me, and cool. which would be great. But the, I was Henry Phillips has a new a new movie out as well that he got uh-huh. distribution. That's amazing. Down at the Lem, you know, it's in, in like Chicago, San Francisco. It's called Punching Henry. Yeah, and um, he he uh, he was talking about how there was an Oscar nominated actor who showed up to be on the movie and. And he was off book and he was just amazing. And he was like, and clearly he just did it because he's a professional. And, you know, there was no money, really. I mean, there's some money, but it wasn't like Oscar worthy money. Yeah. And and I said, yeah, I've done I did two sitcoms in the last year. I, I did two acting things and I did I wasn't off book for either of them. I had like five <laughs> lines. And he said, all the comics there was more problem with that with the comics than with the actors. And I said, yeah, it's just such a shitty thing to do. And it was like a revelation. Yeah. And I told that story to Maria, and she was like, Lady Dynamite last year? And I said, yeah, the script was behind a, pe- a cushion. And she was like, what are you doing? And I said, <laughs> I know. I know. And, uh, and I said, I just realized what a shit I was. And she said, it's like whenever I see anybody go up and do stand-up, and they all all they have are premises. Yeah. And they haven't done any pre work yeah. on writing any punchlines. Right, and she right. said it just drives her mad. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, it drives all of us mad. And that's exactly what it is. And so the respect the craft that I'm if I wanna be an actor, respect the do the goddamn work. Right? And mm-hmm. so I was just I was 
it was a obviously a funny story for myself that I was <laughs> such a fuck. Well, it sounds like you're trying to motivate yourself. That's it. Just to try, get off. Learn the six lines you're going to have on Lady Dynamite right, in I have four like, months. If I have two and a half lines on <laughs> Will and Grace, I had a, that's not on still. No, it's coming back, I think. That reference is about to be red hot. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry. Finally. No, I think Netflix is bringing it back. Um I uh I had this thing we're at Kona we're not taping shows this week but we're doing pre- oh right you know, preparing Prep stuff? yeah so uh, I had this uh, I have to I have to describe it not exactly the way it is yeah it hasn't been on the air yet if it makes the air right but it's this thing where I I pitched an idea where uh, an an ethnicity um, reacts the whole joke is that ethnicity an ethnic person or three of them reacting to the dumb joke that a white person is telling them. Okay. That's about their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And so the whole joke mm-hmm. is their responses. <laughs> and so uh, it wasn't our, but if it was Armenian, it mm-hmm. would be so, so say, so I had three actors come in today. Like once I pitched the idea, I was like high concept. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. It'll just be their frustration. And they're just beleaguered. Just like, Oh my God. Not again. Yeah. 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 yeah that kind of a thing. And um, and it's it's an ethnicity that's treated very nobly and very in this way. So to see them rolling their eyes or just be an no, (laughs) bam. But it's a little different than how they're treated in the media in in uh, movies or whatever. You know, just you know, regular at work. Okay, Mm -hmm. and um, so I had three actors come in. I'm like, how do I? You know, now I'm the white person explaining. I'm like, do I just sound like this? Listen, you guys, I'm not, I totally respect your culture. It's not about your culture. We're laughing at the white person who's not, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and I practiced in my head, like, I've never been this nervous explaining something right. to actors. You're before. like, I'm going to explain racism to you. Yes, yes. And I'll be right back. And so the two of them were, um, well, it was okay. Say, say it's the, say it, the ethnicities are Armenian. And I, and I say, so it's, you know, you, you're responding to a Kardashian joke that you've heard 10 million times before. Right. Okay. So that's how I explained to them. And so it's almost like you went into my brain. Yeah. So <laughs> there's one woman who it turns out has like, was it second city for 15 years? And she, like I had, I said two words of the sentence. She's like, Oh yeah, I got it. And she was like totally on. And oh, then wow. the second actor was like a younger guy. And I, I think he was like, okay, okay. And so I, I was more describing the emotions yep. that I wanted him to show. And then the third guy, so I explained it to him and he go, and then he, he pauses and he, then he tells me a Kardashian joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was interesting. Look, it's a spectrum of humanity yes. all done with one ethnicity. Yeah. So I was like, look, I'm not ethnic, but as a female comic, I have people where you're thinking I have a good conversation. All of a sudden they say some, they do some sexist joke that they think you're going to like, and your heart's kind of broken. Yeah. It's that feeling like, <sighs> mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, it was exactly it was that. fun because I I kind of had to give a mo- not line readings or weren't lines because yeah. it was all done there these are all stills yep so it was more uh, just going okay let's facial <gasps> yeah, yeah yeah giving yeah. like facial directions yeah, yeah. Know? roll your eyes roll up to this way a little bit so mm-hmm. we still see your face but yeah <laughs> oh that sounds fun that it sounds... was kind of fun I don't know if it'll make the show right sometimes. You know, you get all the way up to it has to get past rehearsal now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First it has to get past the head writer. Then if he says yes and you make it, then it has to get past. Uh, I worked Cobb. with uh, I worked with him uh, 
And uh, I did a benefit of flappers at 5 p.m. with your... With, oh, Kylie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean Kylie. The, oh, yeah, uh, the, different, yeah. Different, oh, sketch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, well, I, I, I did... Uh, I picked up a, a, a 5 p.m. benefit on Sunday night. Right. At uh, Flappers. For? For, oh, uh, actually against. It was uh, <laughs> child abuse. And uh, so. I'm glad I didn't do it because <laughs> I'm pro child <laughs> And it was, I had to be like 60 or 70 people there on a Friday wow. at 5 p.m., which was kind of great. And um, that was really fun because. Uh, I got to do, I got to do like my, some hitting jokes and I mm-hmm. got to, you know, I really, it was nice. I once did a domestic abuse um, benefit. It was a benefit against domestic abuse. And, right. But adults and the comic I was working with did her chunk about beating her kid. And, uh, and the audience <laughs> was shocked and she just looked at him. She was like, he's my kid. Don't worry <laughs> about it. You don't know anything about it. Did I tell you about this one benefit I did where at it was at the improvs, like my kid was, I had a kid. So it was like maybe <laughs> sometime eight years ago, seven okay. or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was, I'm not going to use a real person's no. name, but it was the benefit, the parents or the foundation looking for the killer of a young child. Oh my it was God. kind of an infamous case in yeah. Los Angeles, uh, like snatched from the front yard, like right. hor- everyone's worst fucking nightmare. Yeah. And they had, printed a there's a giant picture of the child um, at the benefit at the benefit behind like that like you're eight, performing in front eight of? by ten wait eight foot by ten eight feet? foot by ten foot yes and you're doing jokes in front of a picture of this yes. kid yes what and then i and then all of my child jokes about how much i hate my child and what an right. inconvenience it is to be a mother <laughs> oh how was that received I think it was fine. <laughs> I think I did a couple, and then I then because I, sometimes you don't think about what a joke is actually about when you're because you've done it seven thousand times. Right? You're just like, oh, this doesn't have fucking it. I can do it, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. It's nominally clean, and, oh, but topic wise, yeah. And yes. then you know, obviously, every time you're in front of an audience, we don't know anyone's backstories. But in this case, because the parents are there and the child's pictures them back, we know their backstory, oh and the God. entire audience knows their backstory. So that then all of a sudden you can't really trample because people are like. Oh no! Did you know the mom hear that joke? You know, right? It's Everybody's a, freaked out. It's a weird situation. Cover that photo. It's uh, brutal. Anyway. But you know what? what? I, I I could see. I would want. I I would be one of those people that wore my the kid's picture on a shirt every single day. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> you fuckers, look at what you did. Look, look, it's over. Do you think we're done with one yet? One hour. I was holding that. Fuck! Really? Yeah. Come yes! on. Woo-hoo. All right. See you next week. Or come tonight. Oh, yeah. Come to Flappers tonight. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.